Today's episode of Beyond the Mask is presented by the insurance specialists at BrightThink Wealth Strategies. Find the disability insurance coverage that fits you best right now. Email Robert Smith at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. The show is also made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. Get a free consultation today to be guided through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Just visit crnafinancialplanning.com. And don't forget, listening to our podcast can earn you Class B credits. For more information on how you can submit them, check out the CE Credit tab on our website, beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs and advanced practice nurses with certified financial planner Jeremy Stanley and CRNA Sharon Pierce. Jeremy Stanley has worked with CRNAs for more than 23 years, and Sharon Pierce is a former president of the AANA and the NCANA. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA and advanced practice nurse industries. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7. Well, hello, Sharon, and hello, listeners, and welcome to the show. Well, it's good to be here. It's good to be back in the studio again. Yeah. I, I was almost going to say office since <laughs> our studio and your office are now in the same room. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it is. Yes. <laughs> of course, I went to our um, room where the studio used to be, and somebody's sitting in there, and he's looking at me like, who, who are, are you? you? <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, I said, you're in my room. <laughs> oh, I can uh, imagine. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't think he knew what to think about me. <laughs> well, not many people do. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh well, Sharon, you get to interview me again today. Oh my goodness, you know how much fun I have doing this. So, um, we're going to talk about one of two things that mm. are inevitable. So it's death and taxes, and we're not going to talk about death. So no. I guess we're going to talk about taxes. Yeah. Yeah, and and today we're really going to be talking about, everybody's heard about this. Oh, yes. $80 billion to the IRS. Mm, That's Mm, a lot of money. What does that immediately make you think of? Well, lots of things, but what the pundits have been saying on some of the news outlets, I hope, are not... You know, we're going to hire, what, 80,000 new agents to come yeah. after you, et cetera. I don't know. So you're going to clear all of this up for us today, yeah, what it and, really means. Yeah, I mean, you know, what does it mean for you? I mean, for the for the business owner out there who's, who's doing 1099, it was, a, it was a really important part of the Inflation Reduction Act that was, that was signed by Joe Biden um, earlier this year. And it wasn't just a... You know, we're going to make you drive new electric cars. Um, It had a lot of stuff in it. And one of the provisions was $80 billion allocated to the IRS. And a lot of people immediately, you know, like you said, depending on which news station you watch, I mean, they started talking about this. And it became more of a political point than than anything. Shocker. But But it really was something a little bit basic in in terms of what it was. And it was a... 
a budget commitment to keep the IRS, a, a failing, struggling IRS, to stay afloat. Okay, so let's talk about that just a little bit because nobody ever thinks of the IRS as failing. <laughs> yeah. They seem to find you, I think. I think if you had to deal with them like we do in our sure. tax side, okay. um, you would see that dramatically. I mean, you know, call wait times, and we have a practitioner line that we can call, but I mean, it's nothing to put it on hold while you're doing everything else and it'd be five six hours no way they yes. don't have like the airlines will you will keep your place in line and we'll call you back which the airlines can be five or six some, hours some some do now they're started to update some of their technology but you know for the longest time no and getting anything out of the irs has been very very difficult because to be quite frank they just didn't have the manpower woman power people power sure, sure. to to do what they needed to do um, and, and their budget has been cut over years. Their workforce has declined. Um, this is the smallest workforce that the IRS has had. And gosh, I can't remember the statistics, but it's it's been 20 years plus. Um, and obviously, you know, things have changed at the IRS. Their technology is not kept up to date. But, you know, some politicians said, hey, you're going to have 87,000 new gun-toting revenue agents, you know, scouring the land, looking for tax evaders. Are there going to be some? Sure, we're going to talk about that today. But, you know, the funding is really going to impact everybody who's a taxpayer because the IRS is going to be able to upgrade their systems. We're actually going to be able to get information from the IRS when we need to. And and their service, which is horrible now, if any of you out there have had to call the IRS, you know that, is going to get better. Mm-hmm. Or at least we hope it gets better. Uh, you throw money at something, you hope it gets better. Um, mm. But that's the way the government does things. Anyway. Sure. So. Sure it does. So what I hear you saying to me is this is a little bit more far-reaching um, and can have some good things about it versus having all these people who are coming looking for you. Yeah. I, I think on the other hand. <laughs> so there's always There's always sides. another yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think the... The well above average taxpayer probably is needed to look out because I think the IRS is going to be gunning for those people making more money. And we'll talk about kind of where that limit is um, because, you know, the IRS's viewpoint is they have more opportunities to evade taxes and, and do things that people that don't have as much money don't have that opportunity to mm-hmm. do. So, we'll, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that. Okay. So, all right, let's talk about how the IRS is going to use this money. And they're not getting $80 billion like next year. It's spread out. It has to be spread out. Yep. Yep. It is. I mean, you know, about $3 billion of it is going to go for taxpayer services. Um, Those are things that, you know, the taxpayer needs something. Uh, You call in the systems upgrade and that kind of stuff. And then, $45 $45 billion of it is going to go for enforcement. Mm-hmm. And and that is making sure that we're all adhering to the tax laws and rules of the land. So there is going to be quite a chunk that, that does go for enforcement. And about $25 billion goes, goes for operation support. And then another does four. Does that mean help? Yes. Okay. Yep, Absolutely. And then another four, five billion dollars goes for their business systems uh, modernization. So, 
the thing about this is these funds were already appropriated, um, and they're available until September 30th, 2031. So that means between now and September 20th, uh, 30th, 30th, 2031, say that like three times, yes. Sharon, um, they have to spend the money. Oh, well, we know how that's going to roll. <laughs> they'll probably do it next year. <laughs> but, you know, I think that basically what it means is right. this is going to be a phase-in. So. But it does say there's no limits on how much the IRS can spend in any given year. So theoretically, theoretically. they could spend it all next that's year. That's correct. They could. But There's no guardrails to that. There's no guardrails. That's right. Huh. It's a It's a mandatory appropriation. It means that Congress can't reduce it without passing a new law to do so. So it, it's going to be very tough to, to not have this go into effect. So you're right. Yeah, yeah there's, no, there's no limits on how much they can do in any year. Um, the, the Biden administration is going to, has plans to do the IRS phase-in by implementing no more than $1.5 billion the first year and then gradually building up to $15 by year 10. Fifteen dollars. Um, excuse me, fifteen billion. It's like fifteen to them, right? Um, but, I thought I heard that. <laughs> but we should know more in the next few months. Um, they're they're supposed to outline more of a detailed spending plan within the next six months or so about how the money's going to be going to be spent. I wonder who politically drove this because I really wasn't paying attention. But it'd be interesting. Yeah, know. look it up. Jen. Yeah, I will look it up. <laughs> In my free time. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, you need to look. I mean, there's $80 billion. You know, um, $35 billion of this is not for enforcement. So every penny of this is not going to go to 87,000 new IRS agents. But, you know, they're going to update all their IT systems and do things that they need to, they need to improve service. And, and we should see some of this fairly soon. Um, over the next six months or so, I know they have plans to hire 5,000 additional phone representatives. Um, they're going to try to fully staff the IRS Tax Assistance Center um, and improve the processing of, of paper returns. They're actually going to implement scanning technology. Can you believe it? Scanning Yeah, technology. they have no scanning technology right now. It's all paper. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, you know, we're having difficulties like that even at the state level. I mean, all of the, even in North Carolina, all the computer systems don't talk to each other. Everybody's got their own oh, yeah. different payroll. I mean, uh, you know, it's going to take something like that, even at the state level within the government. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, the state's this was just built, as bad, by the yeah, way. Yeah, built from the ground up. So, I mean, I understand how it happened. Yeah. Have you thought about what would happen if you weren't able to work for two or three years? You know, on average, 25% of people will file a disability claim, and most of us aren't prepared for that loss of income. Every CRNA needs to protect their biggest asset, yourself and your ability to earn with a disability insurance policy. We recommend contacting Robert Smith, a master disability insurance specialist with more than 30 years of experience and 1,800 CRNA clients to find the coverage that fits you best. The best way to do that is to send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504-394-6557. So I 
got from your little notes here, the IRS has fewer auditors than at any time since World War II. That is correct. Isn't that interesting? World War II. World War II. I mean, the IRS budget has fallen by 18, over 18% in the last 10 years compared to a 20% decline in their workforce. So their budget fell. Their workforce is down 20%. Um, and in 2021, the IRS had about 78,000 employees. By comparison, in 2012, they had 90,000. And in 1992, they had 116,000 employees. And I'm sure that there's retirement numbers in there because, like every other workforce, they surely must be aging. Well, what we've seen the last few years, your chance of being audited has gone down. I mean, what's that chance? The, the most, <laughs> we might get into some of that. Um, but, you know, the most losses have been seen in revenue officers who collect taxes. They've got about a 50% decline there. And revenue agents who audit tax returns had about a 35% decline. So those will be two areas that I think the IRS will definitely mm-hmm. be focusing on. Well, gonna, if they upgrade their services, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Uh, get better computer systems, et cetera. Will that not help that it'll help. system? It'll help. Yeah. Be able to kick things out. And yeah. Th- it's not like they're going to have to manually look at everything. Right, exactly. And and now, you know, computers do a lot of that anyway. You get these paper audits, and it's just kicked out by the computer, and then your accountant has to deal with it, which sure. is the pain of that. So, But, you know, that 87,000 number you hear, it's not going to be anywhere near that. You know, most of the new hiring is just really going to offset attrition. The IRS's workforce thinks that they're going to lose 35,000 employees in the next six years alone, just to retirement. And along with another 17,000 that are going to leave before retirement. Hmm. That's 52,000 employees that are going to need to be replaced in the next six years. Wow. Yeah. So they would need to hire 8,600 new employees a year just to stay even over the next six years. And if everything goes well at the end of 10 years, you know, what we're anticipating is twenty to 30,000 uh, new employees for the IRS. Um, still smaller than in 92, um, but revenue agents would increase between now and 2031, which means the higher income earners, greater chance of being audited. Okay. Yeah. So you want to talk about <clears throat> auditing a little bit? Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you what uh, Secretary Yellen has said. She promised that um, the the audit rates will remain at historical lever, levels for taxpayers earning less than four hundred thousand per year. All right, so that's the cutoff. Mm, that's what they say. Four hundred thousand. Yeah, that was just uh, an ambiguous term, historic historical levels. But but does it encompass the audit levels of the past decade or so, which have been very very low? In, in twenty ten, to give you an example, audit rates were at one percent. Sharon, what do you think it is now? Um, no idea, but it's lower. You said 50% lower, right? It's 0.25%. Okay, so it's more than 50% lower. Yes. and Even I got that. <clears throat> you did. That's good. <laughs> but audits for those earning less than $400,000, I think, will increase, albeit at a lower level. Okay. But 
over $400,000 seems to be the key. Take home, make $399,999. I, I think that's a definite that if you're making over four hundred grand, you are going you're going to get looked at a little, a little harder. Okay. So, yeah. So your chance of being audited is going to go up, and, and that could go up substantially. Um, you know, those things that, um, you know, we worry about at night, you know, is the IRS going to come in and, and take on my property and so forth? You know, I think... You know, you just, when you're dealing with the IRS and you're dealing with taxes, you know, you don't want, um, you don't want to be a hog because hogs get slaughtered. Oh yeah. And you want to, you want to do the things that are available out there, but you don't want to cross that line. And it, it's not a, it's not a real fine line. I mean, there's some gray in there. You know, the IRS gives us some parameters to work around. Um, but you know, you do want to look at some of the areas of concerns and, you know, one of those deals directly with our clients, and we talk sure. about this all well, the time. Well, you are a financial planner. Yeah. So why don't you tell us how to plan for this? Well, you know, one of the big things, if you're 1099, the IRS has been telling us this for years, they are looking at S-corporation compensation. And that is, you know, the reason people establish S-corporations is because they save on the self-employment taxes. So you basically are paying less tax. Sure. But one of the big parameters of that is you've got to characterize a portion of your income as compensation and then the other portion as a distribution. And distributions are not subjected to self-employment tax, hence the reason people form S-corps. But unfortunately, people take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the story, and maybe you've heard me tell this story before, Sharon. You know, we had a, a CRNA I was talking to out in California, and he was in, I mean, Podunk, California, you know, just, you know, it wasn't San Diego, San Francisco, uh, but he was making a lot of money. He was making five, five fifty, And we got to talking to him and he was working with a CPA out there. And um, I said, great, you know, what is your, what's your salary? He said, what are they paying you in salary? He said, $50,000. I said, whoa. He said, yeah, my CPA says that's, that's a reasonable compensation. Oh, I said, really? Snap. Okay, that's reasonable. I said, well, look, here's what we're going to do. I said, are there other opportunities out there in California like this? He said, yeah, there's several of them, but, you know, in these smaller communities that CRNAs can make a lot of money. I said, great. I said, I know a lot of CRNAs. And I think they wouldn't that, even roll over that what we could that. do is we could get some CRNAs to go out to Podunk, California, and get them to work. And we would pay them each one fifty thousand dollars and me and you'll just split the other four or five hundred thousand dollars as profit. And I said, if we get three or four CRNAs to do that, I mean, you know, we're pocketing, you know, almost a million bucks. I mean, this would be great. And he goes, What are you what are you talking about? Who's gonna work for fifty thousand dollars as a CRNA? All right. Bingo. <laughs> there you go. So the IRS says it's got to be reasonable. You've got to have a reason for that. You've got to be able to substantiate that. And that gets into another thing. But that'll be one of the things I think sure. that they've already told us that, you know, is going to be on their going to be on their list. I mean, there's other things. I mean, there's some specialized things that they're looking at. You know, if you're extremely rich and you have offshore accounts, they're going to be coming after uh, you. Well, then we better close those down, Jeremy. No, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of people abuse partnerships. Those are things, you know, they're a little more advanced planning. Um, but partnerships, um, you know, when they look at that, you know, you can avoid a lot of taxes by utilization of partnerships where 
things get murky and you can't track the flows back and forth. And um, that's something they're going to be looking at as well. But um, but overall, you know, I think, yeah, audits are going to go up. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go up for people under 400,000, albeit at a smaller pace. I think they're going to go up for people over 400,000 at a greater pace. And, you know, maybe that gets from the 0.25% now up to two, two and a half percent on the audit rate or, or something along those lines. But again, just tracking what you're doing, making sure that you're doing the right things and getting the right advice out there. Um, you know, I think those are some of the keys there. Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Any other concluding thoughts or takeaways that you want our listeners to know about this? I mean, I think that's it. You know, I think um, understanding what is actually out there is kind of the key to this. Not listening to all the pundits who are saying, you know, that this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Because to be honest, none of them really know what's really going to happen. Well, nobody Um, does if the IRS hasn't put in their six-month plan, right? Exactly. I mean, so, you know, I, I would just say, you know, make sure that you're you're doing the right things. You're working with the right people that give you the right guidance, um, especially as a CRNA. I mean, you guys are a neat, unique group. You make really good money. You don't make Warren Buffett money. Uh, you make really good money and you have the opportunity to do well for yourselves and your families. And if you can take advantage of the tax laws as a CRNA and do things that other CRNAs have done and are doing um, and keep yourself within the confines of the law, that's exactly what you want to do. So um, don't let the IRS scare you unless you're doing something you need to be scared about. Well, there you have it. Words of wisdom from Jeremy Stanley. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Sharon? I think it's a wrap. All right. (laughs) We want to thank our listeners for listening to Beyond the Mass with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. Sharon, if they like our show and want to help us grow, how can they help us? Well, the best way to help us grow is to leave us a review, but make it positive. That's right, because we know there's enough negativity in this world. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We are in the top 50 medical podcast in the country on the way to number... Number one, just like we are in the CRNA community, number one podcast for CRNAs. And we thank our listeners for it. Absolutely. Couldn't do it without you. Absolutely not. All right. Until next time. It's a wrap. As a CRNA, you spend years preparing yourself for this career, so we don't want to see you lose out on any of the income you've worked so hard to earn. The best way to protect yourself and give you the confidence that a major life event won't disrupt your financial future is through disability insurance. We've known disability income specialist Robert Smith for many years and have seen the work he's done with nearly 2,000 CRNAs over multiple decades. He can help identify any gaps in your existing coverage and fill those gaps by finding the best value on a policy. Contact Robert and let him know you heard about him on our podcast. Send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504 
394-6557. Protect your greatest asset as a CRNA, yourself and your ability to earn a living by adding disability insurance to your financial plan. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services, customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible and we would appreciate your support. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.